Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Efren Guzman. My guest with me today, he's a longtime friend of mine from New York City, and he's also a TV enthusiast and also a big comic book fan. Rich Emanuel. Rich, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on, bro? Uh, it's been a while since I've been in New York City, and to give the fans a little bit of backstory on us, we worked together at an insurance company, and um, I was office services, you was in the mail room, and we just had a lot of fun times talking about different subjects, right? Yeah, that's right. That was back, what? 11 years ago now. Well, was it 2005, right? It's sick? No. What? Maybe maybe 12 years ago, 2007, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, man. And then, you know, like we just we just shoot the crap about like movies and TV stuff. And it's actually, I could say still to this day, was the only job where you I, was, I would go to work happy because I knew I was going to talk to a lot of people who had my similar interests. And, you know, we just talked about everything under the sun, man. Yeah, we definitely had a lot of fun. Yeah. It's the comic book shop down there, Chameleon Comics. Yeah, that's right. Is it still is it still open in business or no? I'm not sure. I think it is. Last time I was there, it was open, but that, it's been a while, so I'm not really sure if it's still there or not. And this is in New York City in Vesey Street, right? Yeah, it's it's on it's on Vesey Street in New York City, right? Vesey Street. Well, I believe it was Vesey Street. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, um, you know, basically, we're this is an episode today where. We're going to talk about a variety of topics, which could stem down from Marvel, DC, you know, the CWs, and then now they have, like, the Disney streaming service. There's a lot of more comic-based shows and comic movies, I think, now than it ever was before. The comic boom pretty much hit this year. Um, What are your thoughts on, like, comic movies, TV shows? What are your thoughts, Rich? For the most part, I'm loving it because I've been, you know, waiting to see quality films and animations and all that stuff finally made because you know we grew up on that stuff you know go into my age (laughs) but when we were younger the stuff we were watching wasn't all of that great as far especially the marvel and dc stuff yeah so i'm enjoying every minute of it these days yeah there's there's a lot of shows there's a a plethora of shows from on the dc comic show cw the CW universe is just exploding, and, you know, the shows out there, you know, you got Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, um, The Flash, and Arrow, and it's all like a cinematic universe on free television, which is on CW11, whatever affiliates. Yeah, I, I also hear Teen Titans is coming up. Yeah, on the, what is it, the DC streaming service coming up, which, like, you know, it's almost... Yeah, well, it's going to, like, compete with Netflix because it's just basically an online streaming service. So there's a lot of shows out there that are coming out. And I think there's going to be a pilot episode for the Doom Patrol, which is going to come out of Titans. And they're shooting Doom Patrol, I think, as we talk right now. Nice, nice. Yeah, so it's going to be pretty good, man. Um, You know, I just did an episode recently where we talked. I, I talked with um, Nerd Soul about Avengers and... You know, we talked about privately about Thor Ragnarok, our love for Thor Ragnarok, man. Um, I think starting from, 
I don't know, Iron Man on? Like, what? What is? what's your thoughts on, like, the Marvel as a whole of the 10 years of films that has been provided by Marvel? I'm impressed with what they did. And just real quick, I want to plug Thor Ragnarok. I remember when we first, we had spoke about it before. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of critical. Yeah. But I have grown to love that movie. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that. Oh, um, tell me about it, because I know I was, like, raving about Thor Ragnarok, and you, like, kind of, sort of hated it, but what is it, how did it grow on you? What what was it? Like, you just kept watching it? It's kind of, yeah, I just kept watching it, and I, you know what I had to do? I had to accept the comedy. <laughs> accept the comedy for what it was. Yeah. Because that's what bothered me about it in the beginning, you know, I didn't want to see so much comedy. Yeah. But when you take it as what it is, it does, it adds on to the story. It's a good story in itself. Mm-hmm. And it builds on to, like, it's the story before, right before Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So it is a, a major part of the uh, the whole MCU uh, storyline. Yeah. And, I mean? so yeah. I'm impressed with MCU as a whole. And, um, yeah, I don't really have too many complaints about it. I like pretty much every movie they put out so far. Or, you know, maybe, you know... Second or third Iron Man, maybe not so great. Second Thor uh, was okay, but those were all set up movies for for the big picture mm-hmm. for the Infinity War, which I had no problems with. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, like you know, in hindsight, when you see the movies back then, like you you talking about Iron Man two, Iron Man three, Thor. You know, they were all pretty much little Easter egg setups for the main movie, which is pretty genius in a way because, you know, I, I think it was sort of like by accident on a show because Nick Fury came out at the end of Iron Man says, you know, I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger initiative. And, you know, it was just from that line alone, us fans speculated, well, what does he mean by that? Like, is everybody coming together? Like at that time, and we were both at Tower, I think we're the first Iron Man came out, we was just like in shock at all, like, whoa, what's going on here, right? Yeah, that was pretty awesome back then. That was a rub your hands together moment, like, you want to wait to see what happens next. Yeah, man, it's, it's, and then it's... All this time went by real quick. Yeah, man, like, from back then, I think the first, not, not the first, there's been Superman, like, the original 1978 version, but I think, like, the comic move, the comic film that pretty much, like, cemented, like, Yo, this is something here to me was the original Blade. When Blade came out, comics had the potential to be like like hardcore R and like PG-13 based. But I think the first Blade was rated R, if I'm correct. I'm not really sure. But yeah. it was really raw, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, w- it was really good. And then I think after that, what, X-Men came out in 2000, I believe? The first X-Men? Brian Singer's version it was pretty good too. Was the first X-Men, did the first X-Men come out before Blade 2? I think no, I think no, I think it was Blade that came out and then X-Men, you know, the first X-Men, think a couple of years later than Blade 2, I believe. But I think X or X-Men was the first, I believe. Sometimes I think there was also Spawn and Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah, but that was later on though, right? That was I don't think it came out in 2000, right? Was that a little Maybe bit later? A little later on. I don't think it was too much later was it mm, yeah i think it was like farther a little bit farther along okay you know but I remember that's, it, it didn't like the comic book thing didn't hit full throttle yet at that time but you know he was just like kind of peeking his head out yeah 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, it, it was just, like, on the cusp of it, you know, of everything coming out. But, you know, and then, you know, I think to me, like, the first cinematic universe for me, huh? I was going to say, what year was the first X-Men? I believe, it, I believe it was 2000, the first one. I could be wrong, though. That makes sense. All right. You know, but um, I. You were gonna say something. I cut you off. Sorry. No, no, it's all right. I said I believe like the first like c- cinematic stuff for me besides Dracula meets the Wolfman was like the Fox, fo- the the Fox um X Men cartoon because it's like it connected with the Spider Man cartoon and then like Spider Man is Amazing Friends like sort of connected with the Hulk you know so that was like the first like time I think remembering crossovers I know there was a lot of crossovers before but those were like. Cartoon crossovers where we saw on TV. If you didn't read comic books, you just look forward to shows. I can go back to, I think, the late 70s when there was just a short, I believe they used to call it the Marvel Men. Yeah. But it would be different stories. They had a Hulk story, Hulk, Iron Man, Submariner, Thor, and each episode you didn't know whose story it was going to be. I don't know if you remember this. Maybe I think you might be a little younger than me. (laughs) But this is from the late 70s. Yeah. Still, you can YouTube it. What is called the Marvel Hour? You said the Marvel Men or Marvel Men? I think it was. I think they called it the Marvel Men or yeah, something like that to that hour. But you'll find it. It's from the late seventies, oh, maybe okay. late sixties. Into I was. I could have been watching repeats in the seventies from like late sixties, maybe. Yeah, I know. Iron Man had his old his own cartoon, and Spider Man had his cartoon without the web in his chest. I remember like those old ones too. Uh, you're talking about from the 80s. No, no, no. I'm, remember, there was a, was it the 80s then? That was the 80s? You remember the cartoon where it was a Spider-Man cartoon, but he didn't have, he didn't have the webbing in his chest? He just had the webbing on his um, head? Was this, was it a, a CGI? No, no, just a regular 2D animation cartoon. Oh, this one now, I don't really remember that. Yeah. And then it had the old... The one with the famous theme song theme song everybody knows how it goes sing it how does it go the famous theme song yeah spider-man spider-man yeah 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 that's yeah that's yeah that's the cartoon i'm talking about that's it that's the cartoon if you remember you know what the animation you know what it was if you watch it i think sometimes the webbing on his chest disappeared just because it was bad animation yeah, it was really horrible animation. But, like, that was, like, in, in, introduction to, like, cartoons and Spider-Man and, and whatnot. Yeah, the Marvel show that I was talking about was previous to that. It was even worse. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah but it, gets, it gets, like, worse from, like, back in the days and whatnot. Like, from the, like you said, from, like, the 70s on. Like, it gets better and better in time with the animation once, like, the years go by. But, I don't know. I think even back then, well, um, the Super Friends, right? That came out in the seventies as well, or the early eighties, I believe. Yeah. Bad animation. Yeah. Best we had. Yeah. Wendy, Marvin, and Wonder Dog. <laughs> Wonder Mutt. Yep. Wonder Dog. Yep. And then um, the you know they try to diversify the superheroes, so you had. The Spanish El Dorado, the Indian Apache Chief, and the black man, Black Vulcan. Black Lightning. Yep. Black Vulcan. Yep. Black Vulcan. That's right. Remember Black Vulcan. But did Black Vulcan turn into Black Lightning? I I don't know if I don't know if that. 
if it was inspired by it, I don't. It's not the same character, but I don't know. It could have been inspired by it. Same character. It was. Wow, you know, I forgot the name was. When I saw Black Lightning, I automatically just affiliated the two and thought that was that character. Nah, like, okay. nah, different characters. They call you Mr. Tribune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, king of the pop culture knowledge. Yeah, you know. But. Um, yeah, it was. It was. You know, they tried to diversify by having uh, you know ethnic superheroes. El Dorado, his power was just disappearing. Remember, he just like put the he he like put the cape to his side like how Dracula. He just disappeared. Yeah. You know, the Asian guy with the tornado. His name. Um, Apache Chief, right? Oh, oh, Samurai, Samurai, Samurai. Yeah. He turned. He had tornadoes. Yep. Yep. And then Apache Chief was Enoch Chuck. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Enoch, Chuck. Yep. <laughs> uh, you're familiar with the Young Justice series? Um, I haven't watched it religiously, but I know it got picked up, right, for for Netflix for another season. I, oh yeah, well, what I've been reading, there's a season three coming after. Uh, I don't know what. Yeah. Five years or six years. Yeah, there's another season another coming out. Show. And they brought back Apache Chief too in that in that series, but I like the way they, they uh, made him. They didn't call him Apache Chief yet because he's like still a kid. Yeah. Check it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. It's a good watch. I know it's like so many hours in the day, so many things to catch up on. It's like so hard, man. It's like you know, there's so many shows out there, and there's a lot of shows. Like I still have Krypton on DVD, and I mean DVR. I haven't even watched Krypton yet, and Happy on yeah. Sci-Fi Channel. You seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it at all. Oh. oh, it's really good. And Cloak and Dagger, I still have on DVR. I still haven't watched Cloak and Dagger yet. Okay, yeah. I tried to catch a few episodes. I think I caught about maybe three episodes of it. Yeah. I know. Uh, um, the big news for the CW, the crossover, besides having Ruby Rose portraying um, Batwoman, um, Superman is coming back to the show, played by Tyler Hoechlin, who he debuted his character in Supergirl. So Superman is going to be part of the crossover, which is which is pretty good if you're a fan of that. What are you, what's your thoughts on that? Wait, wait. Um, let me see if I'm understanding this. Superman is going to be part of a crossover between which, what two shows? The fl- no, three shows. The Flash, um, Arrow, and Supergirl. So, He's not gonna have his own show. He's just gonna be. He's gonna be on all three shows. Yeah, as a guest star. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean they've done it before. I think they pulled it off well. Yeah. I didn't have any issues with it. Yeah. The only difference is, I said the only difference is they're not gonna have the Legends of Tomorrow crossover. It's just gonna be three three shows instead of four. That's fine, because in my opinion, just my opinion. Mm-hmm. The Legends of Tomorrow is probably the weakest of those shows. Yeah. So it's, it's right that Superman debut in the, uh, you know, top three. Yeah. And it's also the least amount of episodes. I believe Legends of Tomorrow's full season is 13 episodes, as opposed to, like, The Flash and Arrow and Supergirl. There's 24, 24, yeah, 24 episodes a season, yeah. You know? But Legends is more comedy than anything. It's more like comedy and, like, comic relief than anything. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I, I'll still watch it, but um, like you said, it's kind of comic relief. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then, you know, there's... They're changing up, switching up characters. Maybe, yeah. You know, trying to get the storyline to be stronger. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. There's a, um, there's a lot there's a lot going on with like the shows of CW and and oh and also I think uh, FX with right, Legion and The Gifted. There's a lot of you know other shows too. Yeah, The Gifted. I did, I watched the, was the first season of The Gifted. Yeah, it was good. I thought it was good. Oh really? It kept my attention. Yeah. Oh, all right. I haven't seen I don't it know yet. People criticize it, but it's pretty good if you ask me. Yeah. How about Legion? Are you a fan of Legion? Legion, I haven't watched. Okay. Like you said, it's another time of the day. I watch like a lot of television, but um, you can't get around to everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's just so much, like so little time, man. Um, it's just, it's just, you know, Legion, I think. I have yeah, it's just the, the, the there's so. Also, uh, uh, what do you call it? Immortals. Immortals, Immortals. I haven't seen that. I don't know. Have you seen it? No, I haven't even heard of it. Who's what? What is it about? The Immortals, uh, Marvel. Uh, it's a series. Uh, Black Bolt, Medusa. Oh, um, Inhumans, you mean? Inhuman. Inhumans. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> immortals. You sound like a like 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 a regular person saying that. Oh, have you seen that show, Immortals? <laughs> like what? <laughs> I know. Oh man, it's like going going out. It's like going out with a girl, and the girls girls like, all right, it's, it's my day. <laughs> like going out with somebody who thinks the Green Goblin is a good guy, and they don't know that Spider Man is a good guy. <laughs> I was sure I was saying the right name of that show too. I said Immortals because <laughs> there's a movie called Immortals. Yeah, but I think um, and humans got canceled though. Yeah, I'm kind of not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I seen like uh, five episodes in, and I was just like, "Oh, this is not doing I'm, it." I'm not only surprised if the gift gets canceled. Yep. I mean, I, like I said, I liked it, but um, I don't know if it's gonna make the cut. I hope it does. Yeah, you know, it was a show that surprised me. Um, freaking um, Agents of Shield, man! Like Agents of Shield, I've been watching it from the beginning. I've been a fan from the season one early on, even though people hate on it. I've been I've been loving Agents of Shield, man. What are your thoughts on Agents of Shield? Oh, I feel the same way. I think it just got got better and better. Mm-hmm. Maybe it got at a certain point. Maybe it might have fell off a little bit, but they picked it back up, and it's been going strong in my book. Yeah, especially. I watched it from the beginning till now. Yeah, like you know, they had they had a good. You know, the first season is basically the villain of the week, and they're trying to feel each other out, and all the characters are getting like to gel with each other. The actors are getting to know the characters, but I think right. it. Re- Teams coming yeah, I think it really hit the stride with the Ghost Rider season and the framework. That really hit the stride. And then this season with Graviton and incorporating some of the movie aspect of the Thanos stuff, like, I, th- I thought it went really, really well. Oh, sorry. No, it's all right. Yeah, I thought so, too. I thought even before the, the Ghost Rider season, the season where uh, they were went to the other planet and... Uh, Oh my god, you know, I'm forgetting characters' names right now, but <laughs> I think even before the Ghost Rider season, it had picked up a lot. Yeah. It got better. I mean, I was, I, it, it's had my attention ever since. Yeah, yeah. Season two. Yeah. And you see how, like, Colson falls in the same category of, like, Harley Quinn and whatnot, where he's just made for the show. Now he's incorporated in the comics and the cartoons. That's how popular um, Agent Colson is, man. Like, you know, Def could even keep him down. 
Right? Yeah, sorry. No, it's all right, Rich. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Coulson, though, but I think Coulson is really good. Probably, like, one of the best characters in Marvel. As, you know, just a regular show, you know, show for the series. He's really good. Definitely. Phil, Phil Coulson, I thought he was just a character that was already there that I probably just never had heard of. Uh-huh. Because I remember, you know, back in the days reading when I... We were just reading comics and there was nothing to watch on them. And they would mention S.H.I.E.L.D. and you'd see a lot of different S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Yeah. I just figured Coulson was one of them. Yeah. It's not until recently I found out like what you just, like you, were, like you said. Yeah. He became, they from being a character on film, incorporated into the comics. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really cool, man. It was really cool, man. It's kind of cool we get to talk like this, man. Like, you know, we usually talk like this in person. Now we're doing it over the podcast show we've done it episodes where we talk about stuff like this but nothing's ever recorded and also big shout out to our friend eves the cannon sannon who gets more licks than dan o'bannon eve sannon we gotta get him on the next show yes yes i thought, I thought we might have did a, a three-way call on this one but yeah, no, I try to get in contact with him, but as usual, he doesn't pick up his phone, so I try to give him a call, give him a shout-out. This is this is much easier when you're, when you're not doing the podcast show for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's your uh, favorite character in Marvel, Rich? I think, you know, I want to put this out there for the listeners, because I think you already know. Yeah. Because I used to talk about him all the time back then. <laughs> And I think I'm going to have to go with Thor. Thor? Oh. What is it about, you know, everybody, you know, you figure every black person is going to say Black Panther and Blade and whatever. What is it about Thor as a black man that appeals to you? It doesn't have to do anything with skin color or I never thought about it that way. It's just since I was a kid, I used to always like the whole, I don't know, hammer with the lightning thing. Come mm. on. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kid doesn't go like that he slaps people with a hammer that shoots lightning out of it yeah. that's awesome yeah yeah i know not to mention the fact that he was the only one that back then that i knew who could give hulk a good fight yeah yeah and it's crazy that yeah it is crazy that you've seen thor fought hulk in the comics you've seen the tv movie of um the return of the incredible hulk where Hulk fought that weird character who's not who doesn't act like Thor, and then now to have them fight in the movies is just crazy. That was horrible. <laughs> uh, and you know, you know, like, yeah, you know, they were gonna make a series out of that if the movie was really good. They was gonna have a spinoff of Donald Blake and Thor. <laughs> that would have been horror. Thinking about it now, that would have been so bad gotta be kidding yeah yeah it was actually talked about it it would have been a series if 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 that if you know if those characters were really popular in that movie but it wasn't the case it wasn't the case oh yeah of course you know i'm a big black panther fan but yeah thor has always been probably my favorite character i know and and, and there's, there's other characters i hold up there i like silver surfer yeah i like you know Characters that haven't been shown in the MCU yet that I would love to see. Silver Surfer, yeah. Adam Warlock, um, who else is there? Even 
this guy Century, he's a, I think he's fairly new. I don't know when Century came out. I'm not sure. Yeah. But he just, his popularity grown since, uh, I think maybe since World War Hulk. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with that storyline, but he was the, he was the, the one to finally stop the whole Hulk war against the Earth. Oh, okay. I know because you. Nah, because you read a lot more comics than I than I did. But um, tell the, what was the storyline about, basically? It's actually. Uh, are you familiar with the Planet Hulk storyline? Yeah. All right. That's probably basically where they spun off uh, Thor Ragnarok. They mixed it with the with the Planet Hulk storyline, where the Illuminati, so called, which is Reed Richards, Doctor Strange, uh, Black Bolt, Professor Xavier. Yeah. And I think Iron Man mm-hmm. decide the Hulk rampages can't be tolerated anymore. They take it upon themselves. They get him into this rocket ship and blast him into space. Mm-hmm. He, you know, being the Hulk, goes berserk inside the rocket, throws it off course, crashes on the planet Sakaar, the planet from Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. With me so far? Yep, I'm with you. Okay, so. Comes the gladiator on the planet, becomes champion, blah blah blah, meets a wife, and the rocket that he landed in somehow explodes or something causes it to explode, loses his wife and family. Now he's going back to Earth and he's pissed at the Illuminati that sent him up. Mm. That brings us to the World War Hulk when he comes back to Earth to get revenge. No, okay. Which brings me to the first point after he pretty much demolishes every character you can think of it's Sentry is the one who stops the rampage yeah. stops him he's supposed to be at his strongest point ever because he's so you know angry that they sent him to this planet he lost his wife and family well later on I think Scar was supposed to be a result from that marriage mm. another Hulk character yeah and that was Hulk's son right but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think it would have been like if they would have done it, if they would have done it beat from beat like the comic book, it would have been too much for people to absorb, you know. Not to mention it would have been extreme budget to make the movie. Yeah, like but, Civil War. If they had made Civil War just like the comic, yeah, it would have been awesome. But it would have been one big budgeted movie. Yeah. I think Civil War, though, for what it was, it was really good. It was really good. I agree. Yeah. That's one of my favorite MCU films, I, I got to say. Yeah. I yeah. got a little, after the, after the airport scene, the airport scene was so good that the rest of the movie was just, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like it was like the climax. You know, like okay, I'm done now. I'm spent. You know, I've watched this, and it's like, you know. But then, but then again, I I, I forget that the the next scene behind that, where you have, um, the Winter Soldier and Cap against Iron Man, was a pretty good fight too. Yeah, it was a pretty good fight scene. Yeah. But because of the magnitude of the airport scene, it kind of paled in my book. Yeah. And I just didn't, you know, you don't want to really see them. That mad at each other, like they're really trying to kill each other, kind of. Yeah. That's how I kind of felt watching it. I mean, you know what was going to happen, but the whole thing with when a soldier kills Tony's parents, that was like kind of unexpected. Mm-hmm. And that was 
some, you know, a serious business. <laughs> Very serious. Trying to kill each other. So it, the airport scene was more lighthearted, kind of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, I, I get you. I got you. Yeah, but the, you know, airport scene, that was the, the climax for me. All the, the rest of the movie was the downhill on the roller coaster. <laughs> um, what are your predictions for um, Avengers 4? What's your predictions? What do you... What do you think is going to happen? I don't know what to expect, but I know for a fact mm-hmm. that, you know, characters aren't going to stay gone or wherever they are. Yeah. The theory that I'm hearing that I guess I got to go with is that everybody went into the Soul Stone. Yeah. Oh. You know, that's what, there's a place called, it's called the Soul I don't know, Soul Place, maybe something like that. What is it, Vernorm or something? I forgot the name. It was with a V, right? Where he was watching the Red Skull was watching the Soul Stone. Inside the Stone. Oh. Inside the Stone. Oh, okay. Inside the Soul. Inside the Soul Gem. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, in the Gauntlet. Yeah. That Soul Stone, even in the comic storyline, I believe, can just take your take somebody's soul into it. I mean, like your body disappears and yeah. goes into it. Yeah. The scene where he snaps his fingers mm-hmm. and he sees he sees little Gamora. Mm-hmm. If you look at the background of that scene, it's all yellow. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is a theory that I've heard from other people, and it made a lot of sense to me. This is why I'm using it. Mm-hmm. That that was inside the Soul Stone. Mm. So I think that's where everybody didn't die. I think everybody went, he zapped half of the population of the universe into the soul stone. Wow. The only thing that makes me question that is the fact that you didn't see anybody else when he was talking to Gamora. Yeah. And a little girl. Yeah. That's that's the only thing I can predict for yeah. Avengers 4. Yeah. How did you feel? Ab- I also thought that... I did, I did predict it to be called the Infinity Gauntlet, but mm. I recently read somewhere that that's not what they're gonna call it. Mm. I know there's a, I know I think that movie is just gonna blow records, and there's a lot of predictions. A lot of people say Hulk is gonna be smart in the movie. Hulk is gonna be back. Then, um, um, Hawkeye is gonna be Ronan. There's a lot of like different things, articles out oh, yeah, there. Sure, right. I- did I? Yeah, I've heard those theories also. Yeah, I've heard that Banner and Hulk are supposed to like come to a compromise. Yeah, a compromise. Yeah, and it's gonna. He may be great. Yeah. You never know. Oh, this is gonna. This is gonna be epic, man! Like I just can't wait for this. And I would never thought in my lifetime I would see an it's Avengers gonna movie. Gonna blow the doors off the box office. Yep. Yep, and I have the DVD too. I still have to watch the commentary. I haven't watched the commentary yet, but I've been watching that DVD, and I'm just like, oh, this movie is so freaking epic. What you DVD know? is that? Uh, the Avengers and um, um, Infinity War. Oh, okay, and it has a comment that they mentioned the next movie? Um, no, like, yeah, well, they just have deleted scenes and whatnot, but, you know, they have the commentary for the Russo brothers, so I definitely got to watch the commentary and see what they say about it. Yeah, I've seen that movie a number of times myself now. Yep. 
It was so freaking up. I can't, actually can't get enough of Thor Ragnarok. I know, man. To me, it's right up there, man. It's got to be on my top five, man. I watched Thor Ragnarok, and the beginning, from beginning to end, that movie's just hilarious, you know? Like, you know, even Thor saying, son of a bitch, you're still alive. <laughs> Whatever. Like, you know, Thor was just funny. He was. You know? It's, it was a switch from the way he acted in the first two Thor movies. He was more Shakespearean, you know? Now he was more like... Human. Talking like a guy from Earth. Like yeah. He's been on Earth a while now. Yeah. And him, him, him screaming... Him screaming when he's on the chair, like, you're about to meet the collector. He's like, ah! <laughs> See, I was like, oh, no, Thor's not supposed to, you know, Thor, that's my, that's my dude right there. He's supposed to do that high pitch scream. <laughs> but it was so funny, man. That was just so epic. You know what, you know what cracks me up every time? What? Loki's reaction when the Hulk comes out um, in the arena. Yeah. You see how scared he is? I gotta get off of this planet. Yeah. <laughs> how, how scared he is. Yep. I don't, you know, like, when he popped up, he was like, now you know what it feels like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that whole thing. I love that whole scene. Yep. To me, and 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 um, um, the immigrant song, like, I, 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 yeah, I understand why they didn't play it in Avengers, but I just thought if they played the immigrant song when he came down with Groot and um, um, Groot and Rocket, that would have been super epic, man, with the immigrant song. Yeah, but, but it worked. Infinity War instead. Yeah. That would have been good, but I'm saying, but the, the the immigrant song worked great at, at Ragnarok. The song fit perfectly with the character. Right, the Surtur fight. Yeah. And and Tessa Thompson, Tessa Thompson, oh my God, like she looks so awesome in that role as Valkyrie. Oh yeah, right. Oh. I wish she wasn't such a drunk. Yeah, I know, and it it, it, it sort of hinted that. Um, Hella killed her, her girlfriend. Like they're not saying that she's a lesbian or anything like that, but it's implied that that was that was her girlfriend that she killed. Yeah, and she started telling the story. She cut herself short. Yeah. So you know, in a way, I like how they're incorporating, you know, lesbian, gay, whatever. They're incorporating it into movies because if it's mainstream in America, it's going to be mainstream in films. So like, why not? You know. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to catch us. Many audiences as you can. Yep. You know, we had a lot of gay guys we worked with, and you know, even though they didn't come out and say, "Hey, guys, I'm gay," like you know, you knew who they were. You know. Yeah, some of them didn't have to say anything. About it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And remember, you, you, what was your line? You used to say, "That's gay," you know, but we didn't say it. We didn't say it as we didn't say it malicious. You didn't say it maliciously, but you was just like you know you that just. That was my line. That, that, that was our supervisor's line. Oh yeah, we we yep. <laughs> that was that was me imitating him. Yep, that gay. <laughs> that gay. <laughs> gay. Oh my god. I thought everybody was gay. I thought everybody was gay. Oh my god, I remember, man. Oh my god, dude. What's the, you know, this is off the subject, but um, what what's the funniest, even though people won't get it, but we're the only ones that probably will get it, what was your funniest work experience at Tower? Um, at Tower, let me see. I'm, I'm going to have to go with the flan. <laughs> it was classic. The flan incident was epic. 
<laughs> that, that guy, he should have, somebody should have gave him an award. For the act he was putting on. Oh, set, so I'll, I'll set up the story from your perspective. <laughs> he act like somebody threw his firstborn in the trash. That's what he was acting like. Oh my God. Dude. It was, it was, it was so many. What that story was like from your end. My end, we, I, I was more like horrifically shocked and scared, and like, what the hell's going on here? Like, you know, you had the best in the house for that performance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like me and me and Eve's the Canon Sanon was, yep. Yeah. He was like, damn, like Eve's, was, you know, Eve's had my back, but we were just like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, you know, he was trying to defuse the situation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my boy. Yeah. Oh my God. I know people are like, "What the hell are they talking about?" But this is just this is just like our jobs incident. So. Oh yeah. Okay. We, yeah. We gotta we gotta stop that. Now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um. We're like speaking a different language in front of people is rude. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> um. Your um. Your um. Your final thoughts. Um. Besides, you know, I, I already asked you about Avengers and whatnot. Um. What do you see the future for Aquaman and Wonder Woman 1984? <sighs> too much about these movies but uh, uh i'm just anxious to see what the dc universe does i don't know i think they they might may need to reboot or i don't know use one of these movies to start things over mm-hmm. i'm not sure yeah I, I can't even comment on it um, I'm kind of puzzled as to what they're going to do next. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think they should take a um, X-Men Days of Future Past approach and change the past. Or you could just make it one universe. Make it different universes. They could do the Flashpoint thing and change everything. Yeah. Yeah, but I still think... I still think having a Flash movie being a Flashpoint movie without having any background in the Flash is just kind of pointless. You know, like... No one's really. I mean, they, already put the, they, they already put the Flash out there, and I think they need a quick way to reboot. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I like watching these movies like Justice League, which had big holes in it, but visually, I like you know the way it looked. Even though people you complain that it's they're too dark. Oh my God! You really like the way it looked? Did you see Superman's mouth? Like, who who got paid for that to do that? That's horrible. Oh. His mouth. If you know, watch Justice League again and look at Superman's mouth because he couldn't shave his his mustache, so like they CGI'd his mouth. It it, it doesn't align with his face. You gotta watch it. Yeah, watch what the first scene of the movie where it's the video camera scene and then the race with the Flash and him talking. Just watch his mouth. Maybe I'll have to watch it over. Yeah, it, it they really messed up bad on that CGI. Really messed up bad. I had a problem. There's a few things I had problems with. One of my biggest problems was the fact that Batman is looks like he's ready to retire, and the Justice League is like just getting together. Yeah, yeah. But remember too, it's like two different directors, and then like they had Zack Snyder had his original story. Then I think Josh Whedon did some rewrites. So it's like pretty much almost like two movies in one. But I don't know. It doesn't really follow. There's no, you know. There were so many more storylines that was supposed to be, like with Darkseid and Lex Luthor, but all that stuff pretty much got cut out. But I would love to see the, if there's a Zack Snyder cut, I would love to see that. 
how do they explain Clark Kent coming back from the dead? Yeah. Or does he? Or is he just yeah, or, stay Superman forever now? Yeah, I just think, yeah, Clark Kent is dead and Superman is Superman. That's what I think. I don't think that persona exists in that universe. Uh, I hope that's what they do. I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. I don't even know how to comment on that. Yeah, but I just know Man of, yeah, Man of Steel. Yeah, but Man of Steel is a hell of a movie, and so is Wonder Woman. Those pretty much are the two standouts yes, of DC. I agree. You know, I agree. Man of Steel is the best Superman movie that I've ever watched. Yeah. Wonder Woman, I also like. Yeah, it's really Wonder Woman is pretty much a Captain America movie. If you really flip the script, it's pretty much a Captain America movie. Right. You know. Right, right, right. It I works. Remember, her costume used to be the American flag. Yeah. Now look at that. You know, Originally, it's awesome. Yeah, the stars and the stripes, red, white, and blue. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Rich, um, any final thoughts, man? Um, I don't know, live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek, yes, yeah. so that's what I always say: live long and prosper. <laughs> Um, thanks a lot, Rich, for coming on the show, and we're just, me and you just shooting the shit about Marvel, DC, comics, everything in between, cartoons as well, man, thanks a lot, and, um, I would say plug your social media, but I don't know if you want to plug anything, or you want to say anything, but. No, I'm kind of a private guy, I got nothing to plug, but, <laughs> you know, I want to plug, um, the Atomic Podcast. Ah, thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Nah, thanks for being on, Rich. And um, hopefully we can come on again and we can shoot, we can shoot the shit some more. The shit out of everybody too much. <laughs> nah, I didn't think so. You're very monotone, and this is your first time ever on the podcast, so it's pretty much understandable. If I don't get a lot of listens, I'll know why. <laughs> Just kidding, you know. But uh, but um, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you, man. And you know, we do this all the time. We talk for fun and having you talk and it'll always be recorded. We, we can always hear it back. Hearing this back like 20 years from now, seeing how this sounds like will be awesome too. Yeah, right. Yeah. And thank you very much, Rich. Thank you. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>